What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 468th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. Glory to America, to those in America. <laughs> well, in the United States, because let's remember, like Canada, Mexico, those are in North America. America. Central America is a thing, and South America is a thing. So we don't get to claim all of America, although we do try. I mean, we do try, and we often ignore anybody else so glory to us in america yes greg is here i am here i am fresh from a fourth of july parade and 101 heat i am it is not 101 it was in the sun oh Oh, will also here no tank top no uh we've got element um, element element skateboards. I'm not a poser. I do own an element skateboard. Trying to get them brand deals. All I wanted to say is, answer me this. Riddle me this, Batman. Is getting no. That's the name of a podcast. They have are their next episode next month because they've gone to monthly is episode 400 and they're quitting. We have beat. Yeah. Answer me this. <laughs> Another one down. Another one so down. So much for quality. We'll give you quantity. <laughs> <laughs> Glory to it's super effective. I know. Those Brits <laughs> canceled. That's very weird in the podcast space of like, this probably applies to like YouTubers and other content creators too, but like just shows existing for 10, 15 years and then yeah. one day they, they're done. I think with Answer Me This, it's been obvious for probably the past five years that they haven't wanted to do it anymore, <laughs> and then they were just like, like, you know what? It's episode 400. We really don't want to do this anymore. Let's just go out on an even number. I mean, I'm, I support that. That is valid. I was super into Night Vale until they started doing those live podcasts, and then I was like instantly out. Live? <sighs> you mean when they record their live programs? Yeah, so they would do like their stories and then their they got to like episode like sixty and they did one in front of an audience and like having the audience laugh at like That's okay, dry that's what humor. killed that's what killed Night Vale for me too, is I watched a video of a live performance and it's like all the people in the audience the the way that I always put it, it's like they the audience were thinking, Well, I'm supposed to laugh at this. Let me laugh out loud so people know that I get the joke too. <laughs> And I'm I, like, no, I never you're got just past, dumb. <laughs> I never got past Night Vale episode three. I yeah, I listened to the I first couldn't. ten episodes probably like uh, four or five times because like a lot of people, because a lot of my friends at the time started it as well. So, and then yeah, once we got to the live episode, because like when you're listening to Night Vale, you're never actually laughing out loud. It was correct. It was just like, oh, that's clever. Like, oh, very. But then when you're hearing people laugh at the dry humor, you're like not that funny <laughs> exactly well it's not it's not laugh out loud funny it's no, like it's, it's think about funny. it and mm-hmm. get an internal chuckle funny. i just couldn't get past the affectations like it just their performance hey 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 you you can't talk about affectations on this program i sir. can because they're the, the, <laughs> this is all that's all we are they're the way they performed that character bothered me deeply and i could never get past it well it's not like you went to acting school greg come on it's not it's not like i did a six-year college degree (laughs) (laughs) i have a bfa thank you very much a bachelor of fine arts unlike whatever yours is (laughs) you know it's a piece of paper i can tell you that (laughs) we got 
actually quite a bit of news today. A lot of it revolves around Bidoof, but I think we'll save that part because there was a lot of Bidoof related things. <sighs> and uh, whew, that's like both good and bad. Uh, there's, I mean, it was one joke and they milked that joke for <laughs> everything mm, they could. Mm. And it was. Right, I have that- some ratings to give out. And yeah. It, I mean, it was okay. So we'll 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 get to the Bidoof stuff. Uh, let's start off with this Pokemon Masters news because uh, we haven't talked about Masters in a, in a hot minute. Pokemon Masters. I did talk to DNA. Full disclosure, I am partnered with DNA. I said, "Look, DNA, Papa DNA, I cannot put Kakui and the Mass Royale. Royale in the same sync pair party. There's an obvious bug." There is an obvious, obvious bug. Uh, and then they said, well, you know, a lot of people have been experiencing this. Well, we're going to have to get back to you. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because I mean, I haven't. They're very I different have, characters. They're very different characters. They don't even know each other as far as I can tell. Like, I, I don't even know when they would have met. So there's that. Also, I haven't pulled Masquerade yet. I did. I spent all my gems in pulling Kiawe because I wanted the best Alolan Pokemon. Alolan Marowak. And I finally got it. Wait, you like Alolan Marowak? Yeah. Who doesn't like Alolan Alolan Marowak? Marowak What's wrong with you? I have an Alolan Marowak shirt that I've worn on community today while you were there. (laughs) Another is this. Usually I feel like I know all of your favorite Pokemon. I didn't know Marowak was one. (laughs) No, no. Regular Marowak is just ground normal garbage. Yeah. Alolan Marowak. Alolan Marowak is outstanding. Hmm. So you didn't pull the Master Isle. I didn't. I pulled Kiawe and nobody else because I my gems my gem influx is pitifully slow. Hmm. Eventually getting to the two year anniversary. Was that like a month or mm-hmm. two away? Yeah. Yeah. Uh so the, the news and here they is added Emmett and Ingo for reasons. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, for the two year anniversary or the, I can't say this joke. <laughs> do you think hold on i i know there were i, I know this is off topic do you think that no probably not because we know that Di- <laughs> we know that dynamax is coming yeah yeah my thoughts are everywhere we know that dynamax is coming to pokemon masters they said that um yeah. and i think they said by the two-year anniversary yes and we and... have leon and we have nessa and we have who's the other one <laughs> Marley, uh, Mar- Marnie. We have, yeah, we have Marnie. We have Nessa. We have Leon. Piers. Do we have? But Piers doesn't die. Piers doesn't die. Do we have Raihan? Yeah, we have Raihan. Raihan, and he has Duraludon. So yeah, it's G Max. Leon has Charizard. That's G Max. Yep. Uh, Marnie is more Peko, so no, no. But could Dynamax? Nessa um, has Dredna. Yeah. So G Max could be G Max. They've done such a good job in the last year and a half of lining events up, mm-hmm. and obviously Gigantamax will eventually come to Masters. Even though like we are already fighting big Pokemon <laughs> in like a raid battle sense, but I would I would be curious if Gigantamax like if you want Gigantamax Charizard if they would they need more like EX raid stuff, <laughs> and they know that EX raids like we know that that's coming back. We talked about that a week ago. So I wonder well, if are you switching now you're switching to go. Yeah, I just wonder if they're gonna line the two up. Oh, I see. So you're saying uh, we're gonna Because we get... know when Gigantamax is coming. Yeah, yeah. We know that well, I guess we're assuming it's coming for the two year, but I swear they said that at one point. I don't know that I remember them saying that specifically, but I think they've 
heavily implied that there's going to be a that it's going to come at the two year anniversary. Yeah, but they normally in Go do something big for like. There's usually one big mechanic they do in Go. Like last year was Megas. Was it mm-hmm. last year? <laughs> I can't remember when people were complaining. Mm-hmm. It was last year. Anyways, for characters we never thought would come to Masters, Ingo and Excadrill <laughs> and Emmett and Archaeops are coming to are are here. Uh, yeah. Will knows who they are. They're the battle subway bosses from the Unova region. Correct. Will, what's your hot take on these two dudes? I mean, that's a unique feature of the black and white games that wasn't carried forward, but they're just, you know, you battle your way through the battle subway and finally get to the conductors. What what's what more is there to say? <laughs> S- spoiler alert, they're building a battle subway in Paizo. Passio? What? Pasio. Are they really? That's that's their storyline, yeah. They want to build a battle subway. Are there enough locations to travel to to require a a, a subway? I'm not going to spoil the story of what they find and how they make their thing. Remember that town in Unova you could only get to by riding the train? Yes. And it was like the train turnaround town? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unova just fantastic? You know, Waiting for the character that gets Will hardcore into Masters. This, we're already two years past any possibility. <laughs> I, I am <laughs> I, so, I just, I can't. My only response to gotcha games uh-huh. is to continually ask all of you people, please let the industry know that we don't want gotcha games by stop playing them. That is the only way they will learn. Well, if you all stop playing gotcha games, they will ma- stop making gotcha games. Yeah, but everyone's playing Genshin Impact at this point. Yeah. Everything. Uh, I stopped playing. It. <laughs> I, 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 I had to stop. I didn't good get very though. far into it. Uh, so. FYI, there are a lot of people I know that were confused as to why Ingo and Emmett have Excadrill and Archaeops. Uh, I'm assuming those use... people never battled like these. Like yeah. those are their they, Pokemon. <laughs> they did well. They it's their Pokemon on the 49th consecutive battle. It's not what they have the first time. So if you only got to 20, you never you never saw it, and it's mm. also only through the multi trains. Like it's a very specific, like. It happened in the second team set, but they do have them. Mm-hmm. But but also, when has Pokemon Masters ever hewn so close to they, what they Pokemon they would be related with they any do. individual? They do, they do, they do, they do. The only time they don't is when it's the uh, the alternate clothing. What is that called? Yeah. Uh, well, Sigma Sig- suits Sigma or... suits is what strays away from the main series lore. Uh, Sigma suits and. Um... Holiday. I feel like Seasonal I've heard you guys holidays. complain about shouldn't this person have shown up with this Pokemon, but they actually should, didn't do it. And well, they how do... are we going to have eight Charizards in the game when there's so many people that are so identified with Charizards? Yeah, but the Charizards I mean, are so... different. One's Mega. Oh, one's going to be Gigantamax. Right. One's Regular. I mean, I think there are things like Don is here with Turtwig, and you know, Don had Piplup in the anime. Yeah, hello, hello. So there's, I mean, there are things like that because they gave Barry Piplup. Yeah, but what they, else were they going to give Barry? Come on. I know. So, I mean, <laughs> they stray from people's expectations, but usually there is an underlying reason unless it's a Sigma suit or a holiday-specific pair. You know, but after this game almost existing for two years, it's kind of nice that the Sig- Sigma suits stray away from that because yeah. otherwise you wouldn't get, you wouldn't ever see specific Pokemon. Because if you're only limiting yourself to like gym leaders, 
Like, they they run out of <laughs> Pokemon relatively quickly. <laughs> I mean, they have a lot of Battle Frontier and Battle Subways and Battle Towers and Battle Manor. They have a lot of people to pull from. They're not going to run out anytime soon. Yeah. So I think what's really interesting, though, about including Emmett and Ingo is there are people who were even, like, hardcore fans and players of Black and White, Black and White 2, who even played extensive post-game. Who never encountered Emmett and Ingo? Yeah. So in just- <laughs> black, white, black, black two, white two. You do have to fight them once. They're outside yep. of the subway, and they you have to f- do a double battle with them with your um, with Bianca, I think. Not Bianca. It's a uh, Hugh. Hugh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you and Hugh have to battle them once, and then you can yep. just completely ignore them. But in the first one, in the first black and white, you could just never go into the subway and never see them. Right. And never ever yep. see them. I, I did hear, I heard the same complaint you heard, Greg, which is like, why do they have these Pokemon? We talked about that. Yeah. The other thing is like, I saw people were upset they were like Fair Scout, but when they announced these characters in Japan, they were trending on Twitter. Like mm-hmm. these are two super popular characters in Japan. And so like, even though like, I know a bunch of people being like, I'm skipping these, I'm not going to Fair Scout for them. It's like, that's fine. Yeah, Japan will will yeah. gladly pay for everything they need to pay in fair scale. I mean, and they have a lot. They have a lot. They have too many too many banners running right now. <laughs> Anyways, so it's fine if yeah, you skip. Yeah, it's these totally two. fine to skip. And I think I don't know why people feel they need to pull on every new banner. And because pulling mean, is fun, thing. I get it. It pulling is fun. It's the, it is the nature of gotcha games where they make it like these are new and exciting, and you get to pull these these new and exciting, potentially high-quality sync pairs. Uh, and, you know, they make a big deal out of them, and they get introduced in their stories around them. And also, in their own storyline, if you have them, you get better rewards from that storyline. So there's, like, multiple layers as to why you want to pull on that mm. banner. Because, like, in their storyline, they give a 1.6 times boost to getting the tickets right, right, right. as a reward. And nobody else gives you that much. So even having just one of them increases the amount of tickets you get from that. It's built into the gain economy to make you want to pull on them. But as a gotcha game player, resist the urge. You don't need it. You will get, even if you have the 1.4, if you line everybody up who has it, you will get so many tickets, you run out of the top tier rewards anyways, if you do it every day. And do 10 of them with your tickets and stamina. If that's the only thing you do, you will have more than enough to buy everything out of the item shop. I think it's cool they added these two characters, though. Even if yeah. you don't like them, like it's cool that... They, I feel like every time they add a not like a character that people forget about, like mm-hmm. Ingo and Emmett, we get one step closer to Mir B and Ludicolo. Like every... I... I will pay potential <laughs> money to pull Mirror B and Ludicolo. You have no idea how much I want Mirror B. I love Mirror B so much. I have gone on record many times not liking Gale of Darkness or Coliseum, but there's two things about those games that are huge bangers. Number one, the music. The music is incredible. The music in those games, out, but easily the best feature. Number two easy, is easy. just Mirror B in general as yeah. a character. Yes. Top two things of those games. Yep. Those games are brilliant, so whatever. <laughs> you're such you're just such a hater, I can't even stand it. <laughs> but look, Mirror B look, is take, incredible. Take uh, the, the compliments is, of the games. <laughs> I will. I 
they've never released the soundtrack for those here, have mm. they? I wonder oh, if there's. I wonder me. if they did release them in Japan. I don't think they did. I don't think they did. We need. We still don't have Sword and Shield soundtrack either. I know. We need Braxton Burks to make remake a jazz band version of all those. Okay. There's your Pokemon Masters minute. Uh, I'm sure so we'll start talking. <laughs> I'm sure we'll start talking about more closer to closer to yeah, the two years as they release more things. I'm just hoping for a real good gem sale. That's what I. <laughs> if it, if Mirror B is coming in the two year anniversary, I will also hope for a good gem sale. <laughs> uh, this is off Pokemon.com. Uh, they have announced series ten for competitive play here starting August first, and that will go for three months for Pokemon Sword and Shield. As previously seen in ranked series eight, trainers could include one restricted Pokemon from the list of their uh, one restricted Pokemon listed below for their battle team. Uh, this is different than GS Cup, which people thought was going to be series ten. Mm. The twist to series ten is that you will not be allowed to Dynamax. Uh, oh, so the restricted Pokemon are normally box Pokemon. Now we, I get this all the time when I'm doing competitive. They're like, "Wow, there's a lot of legendaries." Uh, and it seems unfair. It's not. <laughs> there are legendaries that are just straight up bad, like Savali and Type Null and Cosmog. <laughs> just because a Pokemon's legendary doesn't mean by default it's automatically good. But the box legends, which is the probably the easiest way to classify them, the you're allowed to have one on your team. So that would be Mewtwo, Lugia, Ho-Oh, Kyogre, Groudon. Spoiler, Kyogre, Groudon are some of the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rayquaza, Dialga, Palkia, Giratina, Reshiram, Zekrom. Spoiler, Giratina's probably one of the worst. Hiram, Xerneas, Evital, Zygarde, Cosmo, Cosmo. <laughs> 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 I have to asterisk that. Uh, Solgaleo, Lunala, Necrozma, Zashi, and Zamazenta. Spoiler, Zamazenta's very bad. Eternatus and Calyrex. With Calyrex, that would also be Calyrex riding. Mm. Spectrier and Glastrier. So Shadow Rider or Ice Rider. That being said, you could have Calyrex on Spectrier and you could still have a Glastier on your team. You just ha- can't have Calyrex riding both. Is Xerneas still real good or is Xerneas So Xerneas was awful in Dynamax format, mm. which is really funny because everyone thought Dynamax Xerneas would be unstoppable, uh, but it just didn't work out that way. So Xerneas should be good again. Now that there's no Dynamax. Now, going back to the earlier thing where they did mention GS Cup. GS Cup was like the end of Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, uh, where you could have two legendary Pokemon, or sorry, two box legends. So you would see a lot of people running Kyogre and Groudon, or Kyogre and Rayquaza, or Groudon Rayquaza, um, or Xerneas Groudon. (laughs) Usually Groudon and Kyogre was somewhere in that combination because they control weather very well. So not that. And then we, I just want to mention this because they were, because people are silly. They're like, oh, they finally realized Dynamax was bad. No, that's not what they're doing. They did this in Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, where they, they did a whole format where they were like, no Z moves. And then they did a whole format where they were like, no Megas. And then they did a whole format where they were like, you can use both. FYI, this is called data collection. And you're doing it for them for free. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're not super incompetitive, we, we've seen these people, we talk about these people all the time where they're like, wow, Dreadnought set up Stealth Rock, it's so broken. Like, we see these kind of, like, these people are not incompetitive. Yeah, yeah. They think they're incompetitive. They complain about the metagame. They don't play the metagame. There are lots of things that were changed 
for example, Mammal Swine had Peck. You could, prior to Gen 8, you could use Peck on Mammal Swine. No one ever did that because it was a bad move on Mammal Swine in, in, in Gen 7 and Gen 6 and Gen 5. Do you know why they got rid of Peck? Because Max Airstream Mammal Swine would have been really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mamoswine Dynamaxing and then setting up Airstream for speed control is incredibly powerful. Yeah. So they're very there are Man, why did they get rid of that? That would have been awesome. I love Mamoswine. Because Mamoswine can never be king. Mm, be but... careful what you ask for. Mamoswine's one of my favorites. So Dynamax was it's really like your fourth favorite. It is. So D- Dynamax was really good to get around things like fake out. To get around things like accuracy, evasion, um, you know, Dynamax moves hit. Dynamax also takes a move like Dazzling Gleam, and instead of making it a double target, it makes it a single target. Um, so when you know a Pokemon Dynamax is, you know they're stuck in single target. They can only pick one. So there's a lot of um, structure issues that Dynamax does very well. But now, without Dynamax, you're going to see a lot more fake out. Mm-hmm. You are going to see Urshifu and... No, they did not ban Urshifu. Urshifu, like, I don't know why they would. They clearly, this is the thing, is they, they it's their game. They can change their, po- they have changed their Pokemon. They have yeah. changed their moves. They have changed stats. They have, like, nerfed Pokemon before. Talonflame was very, very good. And then they were like, whoa, Gale Wing's ability is way too strong. Yeah, need- yeah boo. So I don't Brave, see why. Brave Bird, Gale Wings, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Urshifu being very good uh, because its ability is Unseen Fist. So it means that you cannot protect in front of Urshifu. So you have situations now, or you will in Series 10, where they lead Urshifu and they lead somebody that has Fake Out. And you can't protect against the Fake Out because Urshifu will just break through Protect. And you can't Dynamax Max Guard uh, because mm. you can't Dynamax. Yes. You can't Dynamax. This will lead to really interesting situations, and it should make the format very different than what we saw at the end of Series 7 with a lot of Kyogre, a lot of Groudon, a lot of Rayquaza, Megas. I don't know if it'll, like, I don't know if it'll be good or bad. Uh, Zashian is here now. Urshifu is here now. Um, both Calyrexes are here. The Ice Rider, Shadow Rider. You can still use the regular Glastrier. Urshifu is here. So there's a lot of new Pokemon that really dictate what other Pokemon you can use. That being said, the best Pokemon in the format is still and always will be uh, Incineroar, (laughs) which is not a legendary Pokemon, uh, but a very, very good Pokemon. Oh, and we still have Eloki. We have Eloki. We have Regidrago. Eloki has been very, very dominant. Uh, I don't know if Eloki is dominant because Dynamax. Hmm. You will find out. We will we? find out. Uh, Reggie Drago <laughs> really didn't see any action, uh, but maybe because there's no Dynamax, Reggie Drago moves up in the list. And uh, Eternatus, which was a very bad Pokemon in the Dynamax format, um, seems really good here uh, mm-hmm. because if you can't, dy- if they could never Dynamax, and now you can't Dynamax, so they they seem potentially okay here. But yeah, I guess we'll we'll find out. So all of July. You can still do Series 9. Yep. And then... And they, just, uh, they just start on August 1st, yeah. Yeah, August 1st, this will start. And then it will run August, September, and October. And then November 1st, I don't know what's happening. Because November is also when Diamond Pearl comes out. So I wonder I, I wonder if they switch to GS Cup at that point. 
Because they do just straight Maybe? up mention, note this is different than previous GS Cup regulations. So I don't know if they switch to GS Cup at that point. Or they switch immediately like they've done in the past to Diamond and Pearl format. Right, because they want to sell. Yeah. Yep. Like, I mean, there have been times where they switch the competitive. It's like one week after the game came out. <laughs> or you're those UK players and the weekend Sword and Shield came out. They're still playing Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon because they had a regional tournament that weekend. Oh, well. Some 25th anniversary news here. This is from the uh, Twitter.com slash Oreo. <laughs> like the cookie? Oreo Cookie Verified June 30th says, Our newest collab in September is going to be Electric Emoji. Can you guess what it is, trainers? Here are some more hit hints. Leaf Emoji, Fire Emoji, Water Emoji. So I know this is a Pokemon podcast, but it's really weird that Oreo is uh, partnering with Avatar, The Last Airbender. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm. Mm. And why would they bring it up? It's just so weird. Uh, I personally can't wait for grass-flavored Oreos to come. <laughs> you know it's mint. You know it's mint. I, I don't know that. Do you know that? They yes. haven't said. Their yes. hint was fire. My uncle grass works at my- Oreo. <laughs> I saw, and he told me. <laughs> I saw a real good hot take because we, we've been comparing the 25th anniversary to the 20th anniversary. And I think right. we all agree that the 20th, an- 20th anniversary was better. Was great. And this has been garbage. And the hot take was the 20th anniversary was very good at targeting hardcore fans. And the 25th anniversary has been good at targeting... There's been nothing. No, I I agree. I agree because you don't want to oversaturate the non-hardcore fans. Well, like, what is Oreo? Oreo is literally for people to like walk down the aisle at Target or Walmart and be like, "Oh, there's a Pikachu on this. I'm gonna buy it." That's like literally all it's there for is to remind casual fans that Pokemon is a thing. And (laughs) when I look at the last seven months, that's like literally everything they've been doing is like. They've done one song, <laughs> but again, and a collab with Oreo. That's not like a deluge of things for the casual well, player. I mean, technically two songs, but mm. yeah, they did Post Malone and Katy Perry. They did Post Malone, uh, which oh, also, three if, songs. You, if you think about it, was just like, hey, Post Malone, like Hootie and the Blowfish, because there, unless you knew it was specifically for Pokemon, you would have never have made that connection. And same with Katy Perry, unless you watched the video, the song is so generic. Like you had to be aware that this was a Pokemon thing. So and you're 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 making the argument that the 25th anniversary is designed to appeal to a wider audience. To a wider audience who has no idea that Pokemon exists, that will just be like, I'll buy a Katy Perry song. Sure. Is is this going to be four different Oreos, or is it just going to be one? I'm, I'm, it has to just be like one pack. They're not going to. No, be no, four no, no. Packs. That is not how we do Oreos. No, no. you never find a multi flavor pack of no. Oreos. Oreo fans are purists and dedicated to the type of Oreo that they enjoy. Carrot cake. Well, not, not even flavor, right? Because you'll have people who are like, man, if you don't like double stuff Oreos, get out my house. Mm-hmm. And then there's the other people who are like, mm-hmm. but the cookie part is better, so mm-hmm. I prefer like the the, the regular stuff the are so Oreos, good. right? And then, yeah, you'll have your, your carrot cake or your whatever Lemon. bizarre. So they're, they're going to have... Um, red velvet. The uh, okay. Well, do they have a red velvet already? Okay. Yes. First off, the Lady Gaga Oreos were some of the best. I didn't even know that. I don't even look at the Oreos as I walk. The Oreo is like of all the cookies <laughs> in the universe. 
possibly the worst. What flavor what? was the Lady Gaga Oreo? It was Oreos. it was pink cookie. Yeah, and then the inside was green cream, and then pink yeah. cookie again. But what were the flavors? I don't. Was it yeah, just Oreo flavored? Was Oreo. it just chocolate? No, and cream? it wasn't. It wasn't chocolate. Mm. Was it vanilla? I don't know. All right, it was so hard. Look, the- I don't, you can't describe Lady Gaga as one flavor, Greg. Pikachu. I'm not talking about Lady Gaga. I'm talking was, about Lady Gaga yeah, Oreos. It was her cookie. You, you ate them. The the Pikachu Oreo <gasps> banana. Oh, the, I'm in so hardcore. The the uh, Bulbasaur? Bulbasaur mint grass. I think it's just going to be one cookie. Squirtle. Uh, no. We we can't really do we can't do fruit flavors in Oreo. Cannot. Yeah, you can. Lemon. The lemon Oreos are outstanding. They're my favorites. I don't think they're making four cookies. I think it's one cookie. Well, then, and I'm sure it's gonna be like just. I'm sure it's gonna be like a Pokeball. It's gonna be like black cream, red cookie on top, white cookie on bottom. They can't do two different color cookies. That they do do not have the machine. They don't have the machinery to do it. They don't. It is Are you an aberration and a violation of the laws of physics cookies? to have two different colored I Oreo. Cannot no. think of a time that they've done two different colored. It, it, it cookies. cannot be done. What when you? It's like do you know how like when you're trying to like push like two positive mm-hmm. on a magnet and two negative or whatever north and south and it's like, and it's like no matter yeah. how hard you push those two are never going to come together. Yep. That's what would happen if you tried to put two different color Oreo cookies yeah. on. Yeah, I mean, Oreos are granimals in cookie form. And if you at home get regular <laughs> chocolate Oreos and the yellow cookie Oreos, I don't know what, what those ones Golden? are called. Golden? Golden. Sure, whatever. And take off like one of the chocolates and one of the Goldens and try to put those together you're, it, it'll explode. We are coming for you. <laughs> you are evil. You are wrong. That's too much work. But oh, somebody's going to do it just because you know that yeah. there's kids out there who are just like, I'm going to do this one bad thing just to prove that I have like free will in the universe. Yeah. So Mm-mm. Saturday nights when I used to do gaming in person, your, your Oreo aberrations is that <laughs> yes. Saturday, Saturday night? nights we when I would eat a buy... whole box of Oreos. <laughs> we used to all buy the different okay, okay. flavors no, of Oreos the, the, and then taste test them. So, Oreos don't come in boxes, even if it's in a box. They don't come in boxes. Oreos come in sleeves. You would consume a sleeve of Oreos. Well, it's a row. It's an open row. I've been doing this podcast for 11 years. I've never heard Will get so worked up about any of the topics we've <laughs> About a cookie he won't even eat. <laughs> True. But. That's because Will is a Hydrox fan. I, boo. 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 Get out. What is Get out of my house. Okay, look. Let me tell what you the optimal. Hydrox? Let me tell oh you the optimal gosh. way of eating an Oreo. Here's the 7 million IQ. Take, don't even open the package. Put it in trash. There you go. <laughs> you go take a get fork, a nice oatmeal raisin cookie. You take a fork and you stab the cream of the Oreo. What monster this are is, you? Yes, I'm, I'm not even surprised. Come into I'm not this even with surprised. An Oreo. Here we go. What? You, you grab what a, you get a fork, you? you stab the cream of the Oreo, and then you dunk the Oreo in milk. And now you pull out the whole Oreo, so the whole Oreo gets milk. You get no milk on your fingers. The the fork right into your mouth, 
and then you got clean hands, and you have a fully dunked, slightly soggy, or, oh, it's mwah. It's so good. It's like the best way to, you cannot eat Oreos okay, with milk. Listeners, Without this milk. is what it's like. This is what it's like being with Steve. This is what it's like. I am changing people's you are, lives yes. for the you better. Are ruining okay. people's lives and creating fractures in reality with your terrible ideas. And let me give you the correct version of everything that Steve <laughs> just said. The proper, the good, the holy and sanctified mm-hmm. sandwich cookie is the Nutter Butter. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what you do is you take one of those with your fingers, not a fork, and scoop it in peanut butter, and then eat the peanut butter off the Nutter Butter. Yes. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about Doof Day. Oh. So we will see you oh, in a bit. Man. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? Uh, I will say that, uh, yes, I had a sudden death in the family. And actually, it was very nice to be able to have somebody uh, to talk to about sort of the suddenness of it all and just dealing with the very realities of growing older and and sort of facing grief issues so better help it was nice to have better help there just as a resource to help with uh the process of grieving and uh what it's like in this sort of new zoom world of of zoom funerals and not being able to travel i've been doing better help for what like two months now and the first therapist i had was like very nice but i i just didn't feel like we were connecting and now I, I switched because they made it super easy to switch. Yeah, they and make you, it real easy. You, you can select different things like, hey, I, I only want a male therapist. I want a female therapist. I want an LGBT therapist. I want a person of color. So you can hit all those checkboxes, mix and match. The second therapist, oh my gosh, incredible. She like <laughs> sends me a message like every like Friday, Friday and she's like, you don't have to respond, but just have a great weekend. I was like, oh, this is so mm. sweet. <laughs> So I'm super happy. Uh, the service is available for clients worldwide. Mm. And if you visit betterhelp.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, you can join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health through BetterHelp. Uh, it's also like if people are like, is it just like self-help? It's like you are talking to a person. So it is professionally done counseling. It is done very securely online. It can be email only. You can set up video calls. Uh, there's a wide variety of options to get you the help that you need. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. You won't have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room with traditional therapy. We have a special offer for its super effective listeners. You can get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. And that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. And we appreciate you sponsoring this episode. Yeah. We are back from our break. Hey, it is the start of the month. It is a perfect time to sign up for our Patreon patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t 
Uh, we have one or two VIP slots open if you're interested in that. We have uh, some producer slots open if you're interested in that. But more importantly, for $5 a month, Greg, only $5 a month, they can hear you and me mm-hmm. talk about our first Pokemon experiences. Mm-hmm. I uh, even listened to that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With other members of the Once community. Once I finally figured out how to get it. <laughs> <laughs> and so, that, was a, that was a super fun conversation. It was fun hearing from members of the community and having them come up and talk about just it was such a warm and positive experience hearing everybody's first experiences with pokemon it was a fun the hour flew by it was super fun also for clarification as greg had speculated at the beginning of that recording (laughs) that i was napping with my cat that number one that does not happen number two uh (laughs) You guys were recording on a Saturday evening, and for me, Saturday evenings are reserved for watching the newest episode of My Hero Academia and eating Korean food. So that is what I was actually doing. <laughs> the biggest piece of feedback we get is that we that listeners want more to listen to, and they wish our podcasts were like 10 hours long. Don't we like cumulatively do like 40 (laughs) podcasts where they could just literally just subscribe to the It's Super Effective universe and have an entire week's worth of content every week? Yeah. If you want more podcasts and you want some other benefits and features, that's all over on our Patreon. Um, And so for the $5 a month, you get access to the Slack. You get uh, two bonus podcasts a month. So there's one that just came out a couple days ago. You can, as soon as you subscribe, you can see the last month's two and the month before that too. Uh, like we have an interview with Nick about him doing the music of the show. We have two community interviews. We have the podcast where Greg, Will, and I talk about our thoughts on E3. So there's a already an established backlog of bonus podcasts that you can get for subscribing. You get into the Slack. Uh, and also, if you don't care about the Slack, you want bonus podcasts, you also get ad-free versions of this episode so you don't have to listen to the ads that we play. Um, But either way, if you want to support the show, if you want more podcasts to listen to, it is the start of the month. It is the best time to sign up. Yeah, that's pretty much it. ISC.cash or patreon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T if you want to check out what we have. Uh, And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, uh, you can message me on Twitter or on Discord. Or where are in Instagram? I don't know. A lot of people like Instagram messaging. I get way mm-hmm. too many, but I'm very accessible. If you have questions about Patreon and how it works, and if if this is your first patron Patreon you're signing up for, just know that like if you don't like it, if you're not satisfied with your five bucks, just let me know and I can refund you. I have no problem doing that. Appreciate you trying it, all that stuff. But anyways, that's it. And thank you to people who do subscribe to us on Patreon. Cherubic child running up and down gold medal parks, screaming. What did I see within with my very own eyes? A sign that said the 4th of July is on Thursday, July 4th.
Okay, let's talk about Bidoof. Where do you want to start? Oh, one, I didn't get a golden beaver, and I'm very upset about the whole thing. And <laughs> it was the worst. Shiny. It was the worst event. I worked hard. I walked outside for like <laughs> 20 minutes and completed all four steps. I ran into 200 Bidoof and not one of them shined. So garbage event. Ah, so this is the classic. If I get a shiny, the event was good. It was great. If I don't get a shiny, that was bad. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah, we, we have established this is how these work. Okay, so some history here. Bidoof has always been a joke in the Pokemon fandom. It has always been this like... Bidoof is the thing you have to have on your team in Diamond and Pearl because it requires so many HMs, and mm-hmm. Bidoof is like the the Rattata or the Sentrant that people just seem to like more because of its utility of HMs. Well, yeah, because you can stack a lot of HMs onto a Bidoof. Yes. Yep. And there's... It, it's kind of been a meme Pokemon for quite a while, and for whatever reason, the 25th anniversary... Diamond and Pearl remakes coming out. They decided that this was the year to really focus on Bidoof, which is like cool. It's fine. Like it is it is refreshing to get attention on a Pokémon that isn't Pikachu, that isn't Charizard. You know, they kind of did this with Slowpoke. You know, they do that for April Fools. They do this they did the Slowpoke song and they, you know, did the Slowpoke glasses in Pokemon Go where it's, he's like a year behind. Like they kind of have run that joke into the ground. But this is what I will say. To be fair, there are there is the Pokemon Company, which is Japan focused, and then there's the Pokemon Company International, which is mostly English focused. Well, it's international focused. Mm-hmm. The yes. Pokemon Company International, in my opinion, spent more effort and time in Bidoof Day than all of the 25th anniversary. Which you, yeah. You're yeah. not wrong. And you're yet, not wrong. Shame on you for bringing that up. Like, they really... Look, I, I'm not saying Bidoof Day was bad, but I am saying they put a lot into this day. Will July 1st be Bidoof Day for all eternity going I forward? Mean, I yeah. don't see why not. Why not? I mean, why not? It's it's the world we deserve, not the one that we want. True. True. They they just really It it, it mean, wasn't so bad. I, it was good. It, it was like a good day. It, it was it was cute, well, but like the joke, it was sort of hard to be like it, it it's a one note joke that was kind of funny back when they did it for April Fools and it's back again so they could test the branching uh event. Uh, they put into Pokemon Go that they're going to use for GoFest. So, like, it was a cute way to sort of test to make sure things worked uh, for Go. And then everywhere else was just like, yeah, it's Bidoof Day, because why the heck not? Let's just go all in. It's It says Bidoof Day on the Google Cal for the entire Pokemon company, because that's how they plan all the events at the same time. <laughs> and uh, let's just go for it. It... it it's it was fine if as it, it didn't make really any sense and it was just like okay is this actually going anywhere and the answer is no <laughs> it's just so, there we we have to point out that the song that they created for yes. the Doof day 
of every like from the Pokemon Company, Pokemon Company International mm-hmm. official song about a Pokemon that has ever been made. This is absolutely the worst. The <laughs> lowest amount of effort was put into. I mean, yes, I like cute, the song. Tr- they tried to rickroll everybody. That mm-hmm. was cute. But could you not have put half an ounce of energy towards writing lyrics? <laughs> uh, the you lyrics know, were so. I would oh. rather watch a <laughs> two hour video of where is Magnemite? Here is Magnemite. Where is Magnemite? Here is Magnemite. Then that when you, atrocity. When you, when you write the lyrics to the Magikarp being the saddest Pokemon, you, you've already set the bar too high. And they just can't do it anymore. That Magikarp song is incredible. It's not like they're writing incredible. songs every month. They had tons of time to plan for Bidoof Day. It's been on the calendar. Could they not have hired a, a, a fantastic lyricist? I, th- I think the... Okay. I think the Bidoof song was fine. Let me. This is what everything. You're wrong. This is, <laughs> this is everything they and I'm did. I'm angry because I time from my life was taken as I sat and watched the entire thing, saying there's there's got to be something better. It's, 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 they did Bidoof in Pokemon Go. They had a very, yep. in my opinion, okay. I'm already getting sidetracked. The Bidoof in Go, having Bidoof spawn, having Bidoof in raids, even five star raids. And the specifically, I think that quest line was so clever and funny, and I enjoyed it a lot compared to like the roasted berries of Tepig or the um, just the community day stuff. Like with that, like I think as a hardcore Pogo player, there's no reason not to buy the dollar community day stuff because you're already out, and the things you get from it are worth it. You get the incense, you get the star piece, you get the rocket radar. Like, you're a hardcore player, you're probably going to use all these items, so it is definitely worth the dollar to get the stardust and the experience and the extra, like, it's fine. But most people, like, I, I, I am sure there, that person exists. I, you're not a hardcore player, Greg. Don't give me those side eyes. How many Pokemon <laughs> have you powered up? A lot, because I have to do it for things. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, I, I did not buy, I did, what, did not buy the dollar. Uh, this time around, I skipped it. I think the dollar is always worth it if you're planning on playing like the entire six hours. You're already dedicating so much of your time to this game. You might as well spend the dollar and get more value out of it, in my opinion. That being said, I am sure there are some people out there, although probably very rare, that want to have that little storyline. And I think sometimes the storyline is cute of like the gibble, like biting your ankles or whatever. But it's, but it's also. I would probably imagine for most people, they just skip through the storyline. I do. And I know I can just go to Serebii or whatever, and I can just, like, reread the storyline if I'm ever like, okay, what happened here? Like, it's documented forever. But the Bidoof storyline was so cute and so good that you didn't want to skip it. And they even take it a little further. They took it a little further, and they're like... Okay, you got two dramatic choices here, and they were like both be doof, <laughs> yeah. and it was like you you like clicked on one, and then you went back because you wanted to click on the other, and it was just very charming. And I want that expect like I want that to those dollar community. Like I want to be, I yeah. want it to be good enough where I stop to actually read it. Well, I read the community day one, and at the end was very offended because classic Professor Willow asked me to do a 
ton of work. And then he's like, yep. all right, thanks. I'm going to this picnic. Sorry, you're not invited. Go about, go on about your business. Don't, you're not, you can't come to this picnic that you just did all the work for. Great. Also, commentary on the Badoo special research. I didn't even finish number one. So <laughs> we're going to add in this to the stack of special researches that will live uncompleted in my Pokemon Go account for months think, and years to come. Think of it this way, Will. Now when you see a Bidoof, you're like, oh my gosh, Bidoof, it's one but step But I never closer. see, I never see a Bidoof. Well, now you will get excited when you see one. Yeah. It'll be like, whoa! It's trust, well, not gonna happen. One step no. closer to completing. Okay, so they did the Bidoof thing and go. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give them credit here. If you log into Pokemon Trading Card Game Online, this app is hanging together by threads here. <laughs> Any moment, it can break and fall apart. It could collapse at any moment. But if you logged in between July 1st to July 7th, you get like a little Bidoof deck box and a Bidoof coin and Bidoof sleeves. Please do more of this. Like, stop forgetting that this client exists. If you're doing a Slowpoke day, if you're doing a Magikarp day, if you're doing a Bidoof day, if we're celebrating Pikachu Rockstar... This app needs to be part of the celebration, and they did it this time. I got huge props for that. Log into your Pokemon training card game online. Get your Bidoof sleeves for free. They did a Bidoof thing in Masters. Although very simple, you just get bonus gems for logging in. I think you- The login bonus. You get three login bonuses, but they give you seven days to do it. Very generous. So if you're listening to this podcast, log in your Masters, get your Bidoof gems. They did a bunch of merch on Pokemon Center. Um, they had like three shirts, they had a hat, they had a, like a little sign, they had a plush. Uh, to me, nothing really stood out, but I'm sure for those who truly love Bidoof, I'm sure they were very excited. That's cool though. Um, they did Bidoof on Pokemon TV. No one really cares about that much, that stuff that much, but uh, hey, if you want to watch Bidoof episodes, they did that. The coolest thing they probably did, besides, well, they, they did the Rickroll thing, whatever. Yeah. The coolest thing they probably did was, they partnered with a independent artist through Mondo Merch, and they did a Bidoof poster that was like $50 that you could pre-order. And let me see if that was still up, because they said it was limited. So it was by Nicole Gustafan, and it was through Mondoshop.com. And it mm. says, we are beyond excited to celebrate Bidoof Day on July 1st. Working with the Pokemon company has been a dream for years. And being one of the first North American companies to collaborate on a project like this is an unbelievable honor. We have teamed up with Nicole Gustafan to release a gorgeous limited edition art print featuring most, one of the most lovable Pokemon to roam the Sinnoh region, Bidoof. Uh, it will be a limited time offer from midnight uh, to July 5th, so act fast. And it will it's a Screen printed poster of 18 by 24, printed by La Lady Lazarus, art by Nicole. Um, it will ship in October, and it will ship to Africa, Australia, Canada, European Union. I what the heck does that even mean? Uh, Middle East and United States. What is the <laughs> what is the European Union? What? Where's Al? What? What does that mean? Is that all what? of Europe? Are Is you like France? I can't, oh my word! I cannot, Please stop! Stop now! Is that Spain? End yeah. the train wreck! No, we already talked about trains earlier with Ingo and Emmett. Oh my word! Oh, my 
Do well, you, let's do, put it this way. Okay. Al so right now proof. knows nothing of the European Union. That <laughs> we know for a fact. Here's proof, Al. Steve has never listened to you. What's the European Union? You, have you never seen a blue flag with a circle of gold, yellow stars flying over one of the EU embassies? No. Oh, well, obviously. Wait, you've been to D.C. <laughs> I don't remember that. I just okay. remembered your apartment being very dirty. Uh, no. There's an entire that, website about the EU. You. <laughs> Brexit was all about Britain leaving the EU. It's a whole thing. If you want to talk to Al about it. Have you ever heard of a it, currency it, called the Euro? The I Euro have, is the European Where, where do you think currency? that comes from? <laughs> <laughs> I did check. The Bidoof poster is still available for pre-order. It ends at midnight on July 5th. So if you're listening to this on Monday, if you want the Be Doof poster, it's 50 bucks. It's like $15 a ship, by the way. It's very cute. It is cute. That was the thing I got from Be Doof Day. I think it's awesome and very cool that the Pokemon company partnered with Mondo and an independent artist got to do artwork officially. And mm-hmm. this says Game Freak on it. And it says the Pokemon company. And it says Nintendo. And it is an official poster done by... S- with a collaboration very cool i the only thing that i'm coming away from bdoof day is everything you've done here do this for all of your yeah. events yeah <laughs> partner with people acknowledge the pokemon trading card game online make your go events like you did with the bdoof make them charming like this like keep doing what you did here this is my takeaway from bdoof day I was overall very happy with B-Doof Day. Canada came out of nowhere. They kind of yeah. beat a dead horse with it. They really did. <laughs> but overall, I would say it was a it was a success. Uh, it was it was a fun day to be a Pokemon fan. Also, the most work they probably did compared to the last six months. Yeah, I mean, it felt like they were actually doing something major. It's just it was like, and you just limited it to be like. I think what frustrates me is like it was a glimpse of what they could have been doing this entire year. Maybe for it's the twenty fifth anniversary, they will be doing going forwards. Hopefully, we have more to look forward to. I mean, I'm that is my hope, but I will tell you, we are at the start of July, and they have stomped all hope out of my heart. Uh, I will say, update as of this recording: all three Bidoof t shirts sold out. The playmats sold out. The hat and the plush are still pre order. They wouldn't ship anyways. The sign sold out. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> they did something right, I guess. The one thing that I feel like we don't talk about enough on the show is mm. in Japan, they get new merch like every two weeks. Uh, and Pokey Jungle is a yeah. really good account to follow uh, because they'll tweet all the new merch. But like, that's yeah. not a new thing. They have been doing this for a decade, like a decade. And when you're in a Pokemon Center in Japan and you see all that merch... And you go back like a month later. It's all different. Like they they're just cycling out merch consistently, and it does very very well here. We like if you if you're a new listener, if you haven't listened to our older shows. We've talked about this before, but the Pokemon Company is very profitable, and you would think maybe it's because of Go, or you would think maybe it's because of you know the main series games like Sword Shield or Let's Go or Heart Gold Soul Silver. It's not. Their money comes from merch. They are a merch machine. 60% of all their revenue, I think it's a little higher, I think it's like 64% of all their revenue, is merchandise. And -hmm. I feel like the trend this year for America is they are catching up 
And I feel like every week they're putting something new on PokemonCenter.com. Even if it's one or two things. That I, I really thought when they launched PokemonCenter.com like two years ago that it was going to be dead in the water after like three months. Here's a bunch of stuff. Here's a bunch of plushes. We're never going to update it. Everything's sold out. Uh, and there was like a small period where like they weren't updating it and everything was kind of sold out. But now, yeah. they're just yeah. pumping out merch. Like, every week, I feel like Pokemon Center has something new. And it's like, there are some things exclusive to our Pokemon Center compared to Japan. Like, Japan doesn't get these ceramic figures that they keep, or resin figures that they keep pumping out. And we don't get a lot of, like, the Japanese stuff. Like, they got, like, a Sinistee teapot, which was cool, or a Poltergeist teapot, I should say. And we may get that. Like, we get some of the Japan stuff, like, six months after. Like, they get their sitting cuties well in advance before us like they have all gen 3 sitting cuties i don't think we're there yet with gen 3 sitting cuties but yeah the the pokemon center is 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 like i feel like this money making machine even in a time where like you know sword shield's almost two two years old it's a little long in the tooth a little long in the tooth (laughs) but man they they have their hands in so many Pots. Is that an expression? Hands in the pots? No. No? No, but sure. Just, just, you've, look, you've already defeated me many times this show, so I haven't <laughs> recovered from the EU thing, so sure, whatever you want. <laughs> I'm still thinking about Beartick from last week, honestly. <laughs> Good old Beartick. Uh, anyways, final bit of news here is that they're doing kind of IRL Pokemon Go stuff. And we'll we'll end with this. We don't have to spend too much time on it, but this is off Pokemon Go Live. Uh, they say, Pokemon Go Fest news doesn't stop. We are excited to announce a real-world Pokemon Go Fest celebration that will be held in 20 cities this year. Uh, this is up for, you know, some people are excited. Some people are not excited. I understand both arguments. I get yeah. it. Some people are confused. Uh, that's consistent on the show. Uh, we can't gather, uh, at the scale of the previous Pokemon Go events, uh, these outdoor socially distanced experience will certainly be worth attending if you're nearby. Don't worry, the Pokemon Go Fest 2021 in-game experience will be the same for everyone. However, trainers who attend the in-person can look forward to enjoying photo opportunities as they explore the city. Please note that these real-world celebrations are scheduled for Saturday, 10 to 6, and will not happen on Sunday. Uh, as you plan your weekend, please adhere to local policy, guidelines, and restrictions regarding travel. In-person celebrations for the United States are San Francisco, Denver, Atlanta, Chicago, Indianapolis, New York City, Nashville, Austin, Seattle, and D.C. For Europe, it is uh, Linz, uh, Dre- Dresden, Essen, Hamburg, Hamburg, hamburger, uh, Sevilla, Paris, Warsaw, Bristol, Edinburgh, Liverpool, and London. And for Asian Pacific, it is, wow, actually no Japanese cities. It is Auckland. Did I say that right? Auckland. Yeah, you didn't say a lot of things in Europe, right? But it's fine. We're just going to move me. on. Hey, you I said Paris, me. right? Essen? Is, I said Essen, right? Bristol? Liverpool? Come on. I got like I 50%. About Sevilla. Seville. Ooh, that's a way better. <laughs> Seville. Uh, it's not Edinburgh. <laughs> <laughs> I said Edinburgh, didn't I? <laughs> you guys are putting and, words in my mouth. <laughs> and it's Ludon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> I let me finish the press release. If you want to join in these celebrations, you much you must register via the link. This is off PokemonGoLive.com. Or through the event section in the app. Registration is free. Spots are limited. First come, first serve. Please attend the in-person experience only if you confirmed registration. If you're unable to register, please help keep crowd sizes at reasonable and safe levels. Note, an in-game GoFest ticket will not grant you admission to these real-world celebrations. If you live in one of these cities above but not able to register, don't worry. You still can still participate in GoFest in your home city. We can't wait for you to experience the musical adventure that is GoFest no matter where you play. We hope that this year event can make your favorite places feel extra special. And then they say, like, make sure you follow guidelines and stuff. Okay. So the complaint here is probably more so focused to Europe since they're vaccine rollout is not as quick as the United States and they have had a increase mm. in cases with the Delta variant. Yes, but they also I mean there is an application to the US too which was that throwaway line at the beginning of like please follow travel guidance for the the locations because I like I know DC if you are coming to DC from another state you are supposed to quarantine for 14 days. Yep. Like don't show up at DC the day before and expect to go to this event because you're not welcome. Okay. But I feel like we have to talk about the event itself. It's just a yes. photo yeah. op. It's, yeah, it's, it's like, well, but they didn't give any detail, right? Yeah. So my, so when like, I asked my Niantic, imagination, okay. So you, okay. So when yeah, I talked yeah, to Niantic yeah. and I said, I just like, are these players getting anything that other players are not getting? Are they getting better spawns? Are they getting, you know, more gifts from Pokestops? They just told me that it is just the photo opportunity. You just get the exclusive picture. They can look forward to enjoying photo ops as they explore the city, which doesn't really explain much of anything. Like, they they aren't spelling out what this is. Not at all. Which makes people feel like... I will miss something by not going to one of these cities. Very much so. And while being outside is way safer, they are trusting people to self-police to not congregate. And since the details are very limited, it's very hard to get a picture of what this event even is or why they're even taking the risk. It feels like for as much as Niantic keeps saying we are closely monitoring the situation, they are not actually doing that, and they're making some wild decisions. Well, I mean, it does say in the press release, right, which, number one, it's a limited number of tickets that will be sold, and they said that the reason for that is to limit the amount of congregation of people in an area. So my imagination is they're going to ask you to go to a particular place in each of these cities, and they will have some amount of monitoring and reminders of remember to social distance and all the other things that come with that. Okay, I got. I don't think that they're being completely irresponsible. I got verification here. Oh, is this like a mm. deep, 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 deep newsflash? They're saying that it is a physical photo op. 
but players will not receive anything in game in game or real life. It is literally just a picture opportunity. That's all yes. it is. That makes sense. So possibly a food truck congregated nearby that you could purchase food items from. <laughs> so just like everything COVID related, this was probably planned a while ago when things were looking good. It probably didn't seem too terrible to set up. I don't know how I don't know how complicated or how hard it is to make however many photo opportunity stands. We don't even know what they look like. They probably it's probably like Meloetta and Galarian Zigzagoon or something, right? Yeah, some some sort of uh, like a, mm-hmm. maybe a, like a band shell, like where a performance uh, would be, and it's like maybe you can stand in the band shell and look like you're on stage with Meloetta or something weird like that. They got a, so what twenty five cities or something? They they hire twenty five people off Craigslist or whatever to stand there to look at your phone. No, well, not, no, that's like a real thing. Like I, I don't know if people yeah, know yeah. this, but like. When Nintendo does their like pop up booths at like Mall of America or Mayfair, they literally just get people off Craigslist and they pay them like twenty five dollars yeah. an hour, and they say like this is like a three day gig, and that's it. And they sign an NDA and they they show people how to play like Wii Sports, and then they like move on. Like that's like what they do, um, because they're going from city to city, so they need local people to run these booths, and they like walk away with a free Nintendo shirt and like five hundred bucks. Um, <laughs> they're setting up 25 booths you're you have to register to even like stand in a line you go you get up there you take a picture and then you're done that's like it right i don't think personally i understand i totally understand the concern but i don't think it's like that big of a deal like it's an outside what? take a picture that that is your what? day and then you're done like there's nothing else what? to do there yeah well i mean what the concern is that they they aren't implying like if you're unable to like so when we went to go fast people just walked into the park like there wasn't a person that stopped you and checked your ticket it's just that things that activated so i think what people's fear of is looking at past events more people that have tickets potentially will show up and attempt to do the thing that they aren't going to be able to do. And in past events, Niantic did not have gatekeeping. They did not have a good way. They relied completely on the app of doing that. And since this is not detailed on the website, there is concern that there are a number of people who are just going to show up and make this more potentially dangerous than it needs to be. For a photo op, and they're sort of walking this line of fear of missing out, but also be safe. It's just like, <sighs> I mean, like they say, like, don't worry, the Pokemon Go Fest experience will be the same for everyone around the world. Like, it's almost like these press releases need like an FAQ. But I think the problem yes. is like no one would read it. Like I, I had, I went to the Niantic. I got clarification that it's literally just some standee that you will be able to take a picture in front of, which is cool if you're in that city. Totally cool. Um, you know, but I would assume for most people, they're, they're not going to be like, oh, I live in Kenosha, Wisconsin. I'm going to drive down to Chicago because I want a picture with Meloetta. I'm sure, I'm sure one of the, or two or three of those people exist. Yes. But I don't think the vast majority of like fans are going to be like, oh, it's just, oh, it's just a photo opportunity. Okay, I don't have to go to Chicago. But to be fair, if you live in Kenosha, 
I would say maybe you should go to Chicago because it's a better place to play than Kenosha. <laughs> like there's just yeah. more gyms, more stops, more spawns because it's just because it, the spawns and everything are based on cell phone traffic. There's just so many people in Chicago. It's a great city to play at. Well, I think I think honestly, I'm developing a new rule for 2021. <laughs> follow it if you wish. Don't follow it if you don't wish. But here's Will Anderson's rule for 2021. Do the things that you're comfortable doing. Don't complain about people doing things that you are not comfortable doing. Done. Do it if you want to. Don't do it if you don't. I just leave it there. <laughs> There's just a lot I could say about this. It's it is it is what it is. I don't I don't I'm not behind Niantic's many choices currently, so I don't think this is the worst. But it's I understand not, the concern. I, I don't want to sound like, like if I was not, in if I was going to Chicago, would I sign up for this photo opportunity? Yes, I would. If I was going to Chicago, which was a which was a thought we talked about on the show, like, w- are we going to go to Chicago this year? Uh, and if this was in Minneapolis, would we uh, the three of us sign up for this? I think we would. Heck yeah, yeah. But I don't know what the situation like. Are they going to have a person standing there saying like, okay, everyone's six feet apart? Yeah, I mean, like if if those questions were answered, I think people would feel. I think the people who have concerns and your concerns are a hundred percent valid are one hundred percent valid. Uh, I think people would then feel better. But uh, I don't know. I, I, like what? What does this look like? It's almost like yeah, what if they had a picture just... of like this is what the photo opera looks like. This is what the yeah. line looks like. If you want to sign up, cool. Hey, don't worry though. If you're in. If you're in uh, San Antonio, don't drive an hour to Austin. Maybe it's an hour and a half because it it's, it's it's not worth it. Right. I think I think the problem is is they are still putting out press releases with limited details in a situation where we need better details to make more informed decisions given the state of the world. And I think what frustrates me and a lot of other people is the fact that they want to, they want it always. People are going to make ill informed decisions because you have not provided them the proper amount of information and it is not hard to provide that information. Like, again, if you had, a, like I said, if there's a picture of what the plan is, like this is what the photo <laughs> op is, this is what we're planning. Because you know they've had to have it to plan it because they've had to have this in design. I don't know. There's certain amounts that you just can't plan for. Yeah, but you know what your setup is going to be. If you're going into a city and saying, hey, we're going to set this up, you have talked to them at least a month in advance. Okay, but this is is the other thing I don't get. Maybe it tells you when you sign up. I didn't sign up. Chicago's a big city. Where is this stand? Is like where where am I going? That's, where am I, I going? I think it doesn't tell you until you sign up. Like yes, where? Like is there just one? Is there two? Is there four? Yeah. Like is there one person working it? Is there five people working it? Is it going to be roped off? Like did Chicago pay for this? Did Niantic pay Chicago? Like what's? Yeah, it's just like I get. There's a lot of parties involved. There's a lot of different cities. There's the Pokemon company. There's Niantic. This was probably planned for a while. They had to go to some company to build some of these standees that they got laying around. And, you know, maybe they built the standees 
And they were like, oh, we're going to take a huge loss on these standees because we were hoping COVID was going to be solved by then. And maybe we can try to get some of our money back by partnering with Atlanta. But again, like Denver, Atlanta, Chicago, Indianapolis, New York. These are huge cities. Where, where are you yeah. going? <laughs> where, what is happening? <laughs> well... Calling Indianapolis a huge city is a bit of a stretch. Okay, it's but... very spread out. It is very spread it's out. I would assume that the Indianapolis one would like. My assumption is like the Chicago one is probably by the the Bean. The Indianapolis one is probably by that giant roundabout statue with the fountain. That would be my oh. guess. Austin is probably by seventeen food trucks. <laughs> yes, that is basically the perfect description of all of Austin. <laughs> It's, I, I, I it's so hard because I, I see, yeah. I see like, okay, if you're in the city, if you're playing Go Safely, it's outside. This is like a fun, probably ten minute thing out of your day. Like people, like you're not gonna stand there for an hour. You're getting a picture and you're moving on. So like, yeah, this seems fun. And then I see the other side of like, why even do this? Like I see both yeah. sides. I don't know. In the audio podcast, I'm throwing my hands up. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't have a good answer. It's, it's. It's a test for future GoFest to see if they can hold a physical event in multiple cities. Very simple version of it. Next year, it'll be more advanced. Yeah. Anyways, question of the week, Greg. All right. Hold on. I'm exhausted from that conversation. Oh, question of the week pulled from YouTube and Slack. (laughs) I don't like this. I mean, yes, like, the 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 Florida better and more appropriate anthem. Yes, yes. There was a a bunch of stuff. <laughs> you guys really knocked it out of the park with uh, uh, tone, Chris, Catherine, Andrew, Chris? Alex, Chris Christie, Chris. Lot lots of news this week. So there's there's yeah. there's me acknowledging your names uh, in the attic channel, but. Uh, thank you for sending stuff in. Where's our question of the week? I just lost it. I had it, then I lost it. Way up at the top. Oh, yeah, because the Piplup came. Right below the Bidoof uh, uh, picture thing. Oh, boy. Yeah, you guys are having a lot of fun in that attic channel. You're in it. I am not. <laughs> I am actually not. <laughs> Al says Bidoof question mark. Brandon says if you have to make a game around Bidoof, what would it be? Tone says Pokemon Legends Bidoof one. Bidoof is already on the cover of Legends. Yeah. Bidoof is in Legends. It is already all about Bidoof. Uh, it would be a tap uh, Bidoof chopping through wood. A Ooh, cookie clicker thing. Bidoof How cookie clicker. Mm. Yeah, Bidoof cookie clicker chewing through logs. How much wood Done. could a Bidoof doof? Doof. If, if a Bidoof doof 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 doof. I do love Lord, cookie clickers doof, doof, doof. a lot. You do. Uh, are there? Uh, could is there like? Could there be a Bidoof like one of those runny escape things where it's Bidoof swimming uh, down a river, like Temple Escape or whatever? Yeah, like Temple Run, Bidoof Run, Bidoof River Run, or uh, uh, Bidoof Frogger. Oh, can't what is he trying to dodge? Road. I mean, he's got to get across the highway, and then he's, he's got to get, get across the, the the river. Yeah, and there's for alligator in that river. Speaking of games, this is from Tom from our YouTube. <laughs> Some of y'all asking, look, I love our YouTube comments. They're very nice and humble, at least in the podcast episodes. <laughs> They're very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, my YouTube shorts. 
You get some wild comments on those. Some of y'all write paragraphs, though, which is very nice. We're going to do an easy one this week. This is from Tom. So stepping away from main title games, do you have any ideals for spinoff Pokemon games that haven't been from here in England? Thank you, Tom. I am still 100% behind a Pokemon Tower Defense game. Mm. Mm. I feel like Tower Defense is so 2012. They are still making them. They're still fun. And they're still fun. Are we going back to Clash Royale? No. That's not Tower Defense. That's PvP. Tower Chess. I still want a Pokemon racing game. Like, legit, actually, Pokemon racing game. Like a Mario Kart where they're in cars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Like Pikachu in a car. Well, I would be, yeah, because you could, like, the problem with Pokemon in a racing concept is just some Pokemon are naturally faster, and then, like, some can fly and some can only swim. So, like, if you had a vehicle that was, like, oh, Pikachu driving a Swana vehicle, but then you could change out the Pikachu to be, like, oh, he's in, now the Pikachu's in, like, a Gigalith vehicle, because Gigalith could never race. He's too slow. (laughs) He's too slow. But even if it was, like, I would just be super happy if it was just, they put Link and Isabelle in Mario Kart. Why can't we just have, like, Squirtle? (laughs) Squirtle. War turtle. Like War that turtle. that would probably like Squirtle's not old enough to drive. No, satisfy my my itch for the the Pokemon Mario Kart kind of situation. What if they put a, a Mario Party Pokemon game? So no, Pokemon this is Party. what I was thinking. Dr. Eevee, which is similar to Dr. Mario, mm. where things drop in and you've got to match them and not fill up the thing. But if you get the correct evolution order sequencing, then the Pokemon evolves and you get abilities that assist with your Dr. Eevee. Yeah, I like that. So like a, a, a Pokemon Tetris type mm. version. Yeah. Or, or Pokemon Puyo Puyo or etc. I'm trying to think of what else. I mean, they did a Pokemon fighting game. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I mean, bring back Pokemon Ranger. I do, that's I do, I do like the done. the Mario Party situation. Yeah, they kind of did that with Animal Crossing, but they messed it up. Yeah, they should do a non messed up Pokemon version. A Pokemon portal, like a hyper realistic <laughs> first person puzzle game, where you have to somehow incorporate Pokemon to mm. escape the rooms and solve the puzzles, mm. like. Detective Pikachu After Dark for adults. They, they, <laughs> they could literally take the 14 games from Stadium 1 and the 14 games from Stadium 2 and then just add a bunch of new games that are literally reskins of like instead of catching Diglets, you're catching uh, Patrats or Watchhogs that pop up. You remember the Ekans? You like pull yeah, back yeah, the Ekans, yeah. you get the Diglett, yeah, just yeah. change it out for like Watch Hogs. Yep. Um, they could just like reskin, or they could just make a couple new ones, and they could add a board. And yeah. like, even if the board part was bad, uh, which it probably would be, people would just be like, oh, I can play stadium mini games on Switch. That's like, like, yeah. They would, would just be buy cool? it because they like, like that. Those mini, those mini games were pretty okay, good. Hear for me the out. Time. Hear me out. Each stage is a gym. And you are collecting badges from the gym leaders instead of stars. 
Oh, I see. Oh, I see. I see. You were going back to the board game part. Yeah, like, Mario Party Stadium did have gym leaders. <laughs> no, but like, if so, if like it was Pokemon Party, and each board was a gym, and instead of stars, you got badges, and you moved your Pokemon around the gym, and then all the mini games from Stadium and all the other ones are the things you fight against each other. Mm. Sold. Done. Easy. Check, please, Nintendo. Hey, you know, it's 25th anniversary. They could surprise us with a, a brand new game later this year. Probably not. That's nope. not how they work. That's not what's going to happen. Stop getting your hopes up. This has been a terrible anniversary. <laughs> we had V-Dooped Could be worse. Could be worse. Could be worse. Uh, hey, we still could got, like, be much better. five months left of the year. Uh, Will, give us a Pokemon of the Week. All right, so the Pokemon from last week uh, is one that I got newly added to my Pokedex in Pokemon Go by completing a, what, five-month-old special (laughs) research (laughs) that originally had required that you battle Jesse and James, but since Jesse and James aren't in the game anymore, had been subsequently edited, um... The uh, This Pokemon had been added to Pokemon Go on May 17th, 2019, but cannot be caught in eggs or uh, in the wild. You have to use a mossy lure on a Pokestop, which, you know, everybody who visited the art park yesterday, you're welcome for yeah. all of the inappropriate lures that yeah, I placed we around. Put up, we put up magnets, <laughs> we put up ice, we put up mossy. And oh, specifically put up the premium in Pokemon lures. Go... Oh, yeah. Uh, specifically in Pokemon Go, it can evolve into one of two final forms because, for whatever reason, its second evolution is basically in Pokemon Go considered as almost like two different Pokemon. Um, so, for those of you who guessed the final evolution, you obviously weren't paying attention when I said that this Pokemon can evolve. But yes, that's very specific to Go. How it works in other Pokemon games is very different. Okay. The more than enough information. Who is it? It's... Zigzagoon. Yeah. It's... Cheruby. Cheruby. Cheruby is... It it doesn't matter. (laughs) It's disturbing. Have you ever read the Pokedex entry? No. (laughs) Cheruby. The shuffle is gorgeous. Uh, The shiny is okay. It's just weirdly lighter, and I'm not a fan. You know how Cherubi has that like second head mm-hmm. hanging off? The Pokedex entry, I think it's the Pokemon Go. Does Pokemon Go have Pokedex entries? No. No. I somewhere, wish. Okay, so, somewhere it basically says that Cherubi stores nutrients in that second head and then like uses them. And I'm like, oh, why? Why does it have to have a face then? <laughs> it nimbly dashes about to avoid getting pecked by bird Pokemon that would love to make off with its small, nutrient-rich storage ball. Yes, with a face. <laughs> with a face. Is there maybe a it's like trivia? maybe it's like a decoy. Like the birds will take mm. that one, and the main body will get away. Like dogs that have like the the little marks above their eyes, yeah. which are not eyebrows. They're so that when the dog is sleeping, it looks like their eyes are still open. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, there's no trivia. Dang. Uh, trivia right. seems to be based on a cherry. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's its trivia. All right, what about next week? Here we go. In the popular home video game series known as Super Smash Bros. Period Ultimate, 
Two of the playable characters derived from sibling Nintendo-based home video game series Pokemon Sun and Pokemon Moon can be said to be to potentially share a career. This week's Pokemon's up special move, unlike many other Super Smash Bros. period ultimate playable characters' up special moves, does not leave the Pokemon helpless, but is dangerous to use on stages where falling off the side is a possibility as it requires preparing for the landing location before you initiate the move. <laughs> I loves me some Smash Bros. period ultimate. You do not. You have never played it once. You you outsourced for oh. your no, no, Smash no, 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 Bros. No, no, no. It's fortunately, I'm like... The crouton floating in the bowl of tomato soup, where the tomato soup is I'm constantly surrounded by people playing Super Smash Bros. Period Ultimate, and I'm just sitting there floating, and I'm like, well, they'll have to get tired of it at some point. <laughs> <laughs> and they never do. But we did have an extensive discussion of this particular Pokemon this very morning. Okay, we'll be back next week. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, have a safe week. Uh, okay, so this is so next week will be normal. Yep. Episode. We have a partnership with Discord right now, and so for GoFest, we're going to be doing a live podcast after day one and day two of GoFest uh, through Discord. Because it's a partnership with Discord. So we're going to be using their sound stage. So if you want to hear Greg, Will, and I thought our thoughts. Uh, after day one of GoFest, we'll be doing that that night. We'll tweet more details of like exact start time. It'll be an hour long. And then we'll be doing that again um, on Sunday night. And if you miss those, those will go into the premium feed. Uh, if you can't make it live. But if you can't make it live, they'll be completely free to listen to and stuff. And then... Um, I'll still be in Minnesota probably on Monday, so we'll probably have uh, a pre-recorded like earlier than GoFest of just you know news and stuff that week, or maybe we'll squeeze in like an interview. We haven't had an interview with somebody in a while, so that's that's at least the plans for the GoFest stuff. Uh, if you are interested in Twitch or watching on Twitch, I I am streaming a lot of Go this month on Twitch. So instead of being at my desk, shiny hunting or competitive battling will be out and about. Um, so for Community Day, for Tepig, uh, we were downtown Milwaukee, and I was showing people around downtown Milwaukee while we played Go. So if you want to come by our outdoor IRL streams, uh, twitch.tv slash pcamncast for that. Uh, but thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week. Will is at Washing the Sink. Greg is at White Wing. I am at Dragging a Lake. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at pkmncast. Uh, thanks for our ad sponsor and we will see you all next time. This has been another episode of the Pokemon podcast and we are super effective. Super sorry, European Union. We're trying really hard. The United States education system, not the American education system.
A huge shout out to our Patreon producers of this episode, starting with Kevin, Brian, Courtney, Jacob, Jessica, Jetsy, Kay, Bovine, Pat, Matrick, Patrick, Potato, Sean, Steven, Alvaro, Dylan, Gray, Josh, Casey, Catherine, Nate, Ryan, Evan, and Steph. And a huge shout out to our executive producers they pay a little bit more anthony joseph brady and spencer thank you so much for your support if you too would like your name read at the end of the episode and you have money burning a hole in your pocket you can head over to patreon.com pkmncast or isc.cash to support the show thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week